Welcome to the challenge, Ride or Dies. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I'm Steve. And I am Mixie. I am back, everybody, here to recap episode four of the challenge, Ride or Dies, Living on the Edge. Woohoo. She's even getting episodes named after her now. I know. Well, honestly, she deserves it. She fucking, she was the MVP of this episode. Not the ass of the week, unfortunately. Spoiler mm. alert. But MVP for sure. Chest of the week. Oh. Absolutely. Chest of the year. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Our tweet that got retweeted by her was in reference to her chesticles. Guys, Steven absolutely murdered the fucking twitter game this week actually like he should be put in jail and put on trial for how he just killed the game it it was impressive right to jail you tweet (laughs) you tweet too good right to jail right to jail you get retweeted right to jail under tweet jail over tweet jail (laughs) (laughs) tweet jail jail bad tweet jail (laughs) having screeners so you can actually tweet ten thousand points (laughs) I would like to state really quickly, um, last episode with Steven and Mama Frank was adorable until I got shit on a large majority of the time, but I still enjoyed it. So I appreciate Mama Frank taking over for me. Should I tell the people what's been going on, Steven? Yes, ma'am. The floor is yours. The floor is yours. As some of you know, if you're new here, welcome. Um, I have never met steven in person we have uh been very good friends for what like three years now it's almost three years i feel like that yeah mid 2020 Mm -hmm. so we've been buddy buddies and i've been on this podcast for over a year now um which has been or at a year i don't want to i don't want to i don't five to seven seasons i do not have and we all know that about a year We'll, we'll ballpark it at around a year yeah so I know my audio has been absolute garbage, trash, dumpster fire, and I apologize. Uh, and then last week I wasn't around because your girl moved to Los Angeles. Hey! And Steven and I not only met up, we fucking worked together. We've been hanging out all week. We're going to do it every day for the rest of ever. We're the fucking duo now in person, and it's been amazing. Oh, there's so many air horns during that segment. There were so many of them. Guys, we I'm just so happy that like Steven and I clicked exactly how we do like this. It's like we were we were never internet friends. It was like we already met each other in person to begin with. Um, it's been great. So now we're on the same time zone, so it should be a lot easier for us to record. Amazing. Everything is better. I, I don't have to record in my closet anymore. Like, everything is better. So up and up for the right reality. I'm so happy. I hope Steven's happy. I think yeah. he is. He yeah. looks it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, let me tell you guys, before we get to this episode, I knew she was going to be in the office on Monday. Driving to the office was weird because I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to see this human version of this person (laughs) I've been talking to through a screen, not only for the podcast, but for work and like through our work messaging system and stuff like that and on the phone. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced 
doing that and then meeting somebody and not like meeting them and then they move away and you talk and you get to see them again. But like never seeing the human version of that person Mm -hmm. and then seeing them in person was like meeting a celebrity. (laughs) I felt it too. I saw the human form of her in the office. Like when I walked in and I was like, oh, I put my hands on my face. I couldn't even look over there. It was so weird. I, I have a video of it, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll post it for you. It, I didn't even send it to Steven. <laughs> I took a video of it. It was so weird. <laughs> but then I was like, you're much taller than I thought. Five, four and a quarter. It's definitely the quarter. It's that quarter. I told you. People sleep on that extra quarter. It's that quarter. You, you weren't expecting it. Makes a big difference. And you know what? I know some people still don't believe this. I saw you and I was like, clearly she was an athlete. Still is. I I mean, it, it oozes out of me, right? I was like, looks like that girl dominated some high school people. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, I, you can't, I can't turn it off, even if I wanted to. She, she you, you would hard foul some people from time to time, for sure. <laughs> well, I would like to state, we can move on after this. It was just refreshing that you were the exact same person that you've been. <laughs> Thank like, you. you know, people can, can mask stuff. Guys, the person that you hear on the podcast... He's the exact same person, just an absolute gem of a human being. Uh, And it's I'm just so I I cannot state enough how happy I am. And I'm also really happy for all of you hotties, because I really think that this is going to be better for the podcast in general as well, because we're recording after work. This is incredible. Yeah, we're recording after work. We have a screener this week. I -hmm. feel like we're going to get him for the rest of the season. Twitter, if you guys are going to watch East Coast Live, you're going to have to follow along with the tweet show as long as I can get my shit together and tweet during the show which we will definitely work on that so we'll we'll do Uh that but uh i that's very kind of you to say i appreciate that she is also the same person and i was just it was just a very weird thing it is still weird like we had lunch today we sat at the table and lunch we're having a conversation like i'm having this conversation with her in person this is so fucking weird right now but yeah it is a little strange but uh you know, we're, we're getting past it. We're moving past it. Do you want to let them know what I got you for a welcoming gift? Well, Steven is, again, an absolute gem of a human being. And after I met him when we got over the initial, we're actually in the same space as each other. He goes outside and comes back in with not one, not two, but three cases of Sprite. So now at my office, I have an entire shelf in the fridge of my Sprites. <laughs> and let me tell you, they've come in handy Every single day. Every day. So far. Every day. I I've, I don't even have to stress about where I'm going to be getting my Sprites. <laughs> I don't have to get bottle Sprites, which are like, he got me the cans, like a fucking G. And it's it's been, it was the best welcome gift I could I could ask for. My well, boss was like, do you want lunch? I was like, no, Steven got Sprites. We're good. Thanks, I'm my fine. guy. <laughs> I'm good. I just live off Sprites anyway, if you yeah, know anything about me. Yeah, that's my diet anyways. Yeah, I was going to get one, but I was like, you can't just get one. And then we know two doesn't exist. So I was like, we have to go three. <laughs> have to go three. I'll get the next case for us. I got the next case. I like that. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's get into this week's episode. One thing I want to lead with as well is uh, our fearless leader, our handler, our BMX legend, our fashion icon, Mr. <laughs> TJ Lavin was inducted into the BMX Hall of Fame over the weekend. And there are some clips that he has shared on his Instagram story in Boys and Girls. This man, for what I believe is the first time ever captured in video form or photo form, is wearing a fucking suit and tie. And 
I am a straight man, but <laughs> Chub City boys and girls. Understandably, I mean that's just that's just a human reaction at that point. <laughs> no homo. No homo. I want to <laughs> just like congratulate uh, Mr. T.J. Lavin, our guest, our guest for the hundredth episode, for the big, big congratulations of being inducted. Long time coming. Yay! Air horns for Mr. TJ, the yes. handler. Yes. BMX legend. BMX uh, honoree. Yes. Congratulations. All right. This week's episode. Coming up on this week's episode, we have hookups galore. Finally. The end of a streak. And also, what the fuck is going on? We'll play that game. But let's start in a very awkward place because we have to get it out of the way. Mixie, when you hear the following audio. Is it Nelson? I don't want it. How does this make you feel? This is how I'm going to help Olivia and Horatio stay safe and make sure she comes back to daddy. She comes back to daddy. It's like, okay, like I'm almost to the point where it's full circle of like, I'm disappointed in myself yeah, for not expecting this. You know what I mean? Like some hotties, somebody posted in the hotties today that he has an OnlyFans. Like I should be, I should be three steps ahead in knowing this stuff. <laughs> like I, I don't, I like it's on me at this point, you know? I don't understand how this man gets laid. I'm, I'm to the point now that I'm, that he doesn't. I mean, I haven't seen it. Maybe if somebody has a subscription to his OnlyFans, you can tell me how he gets laid and also how long he lasts because I can't imagine that's a that's a very long track record either. I think he's got an incredible torso. And he's just a, like a very positive... I don't posi- give a fuck. He's a very positive person. I think that helps. I mean, listen. Okay, I don't care how positive you are. Referring to yourself as daddy, not ironically... Well, I wonder if Olivia changed her mind... After hearing that, like, I wonder if Olivia is into that. I, there's so much that I want to get into about this Olivia um, Scubanelli situation because he acted like he was the one that came up with this whole plan. The whole thing was Olivia. And also he completely blew it because it was supposed to be like this. Uh, no one's going to know we're working together. I'm going to throw you in. Everyone's going to be like, wow, crazy. And like she turned up. She deserves a fucking Oscar for how she acted with her name on that board. Yeah. And everything worked out perfectly. She pulls, they pull the safe dagger. And what does fucking Nelson do? Celebrates more than he celebrated when he won the daily. Nelson. You had one job, dude. Shut the fuck up. And he can't do it. He can't do it. Peak Nelson (laughs) is that if you were to encapsulate the highs and lows of Nelson, it's that. It is not being self-aware enough to be like, you can't cheer. There's no cheering in the press box. There's no cheering from the position where you pick somebody. And as soon as he did that, I was like, bro, bro. Like, But again, I should expect that. The same way that yeah. when, when he was in his interview mm-hmm. during deliberation, he said, I'm starting not to see one step. Not two steps. I swear to God, I thought he was going to say four steps ahead. I swear to God, I thought he was going to skip three and say four. 
and I would have just turned the episode off. I'd be like, I, it's not getting any better. It's not getting any better at this point. <laughs> I mean, are, are we are we on on the terms today of just jumping around on this episode? Because I, I, I'm ready to just dive into the what is Nelson of this episode. The Nelson of this episode was was the entire component of this episode, I feel, from almost start to finish. There's so much. So in the beginning of the episode, he's in the kitchen with, I think it's Jay. Yes. Um, talking about how Fessy, like people are going to go after Fessy now because of his moves. And this is why he purposefully doesn't win dailies. And then he turns around and wins the next daily. Peak Nelson. This episode was just... <laughs> Time after time of Nelson being peak Nelson. There were so many peak Nelson moments that, you know, like um, on Joe Millionaire, we had a woo counter. I looked into the woo counter and I said, hey, woo counter, what's up? Long time no see. Heard you've been looking for some work. Can you go back through that episode and just count the times of peak Nelson? And I said, sure, let me just do a quick, let me just do a quick run through and I'll give you a quote. Oh, and math. It, it, yeah, it came back and said, listen, the woo counting from Joe Millionaire nearly cost me a, my life. <laughs> um, I'm not ready to take on such another just tall task as mm-hmm, in counting the mm-hmm. Pete Nelson moments. And it said, listen, I'd have to charge you more money than you're willing to pay for me to do this work, so I'm just not going to give you the quote. And I said, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, woo counter. You have, you have yourself a good day. Mm-hmm. And that's understandable. I mean that that's got to that's got to be a lot of math right there. <sighs> oh boy, I just but it, it sometimes I found it like endearing, endearing. What and then he said, it? "Like, can you? I'm sorry, can you elaborate on that? What about being literally the dumbest person on the show, doing like actually having some sort of like bit of strategy?" And like bit of an idea and then just blowing it up like three or four times in a row. Acting like he's being so strategic in his fucking like picking of teams when we're just going to pretend like I don't know anything. Right. We all know five to seven seasons don't have it. You know what I do remember about fucking Nelson and Fessy? Hmm. Didn't Fessy throw Nelson in? Yes. Hmm. But we're going to talk about keeping your word with. Tommy and Angela or whatever her name is still don't know beautiful by the way I really feel like we slept on her she's stunning Annalise yeah Annalise holy shit like so okay so what I'm saying is like what what the fuck like you're gonna sit there and and grill Tommy and Annalise about keeping your word and all of this shit when your best buddy Fessy threw you in a while ago and you finally have power because you haven't won a daily in in years <laughs> and you finally have the power to get him back on that and you're just going to sit on it? Well, he's playing the middle of the road, I think, along with Fessy and I think they're kind of both fucked because they both want to like be partners. They have it a rookie happen. partner, which is hard. Any of these guys or girls who are partnered with a rookie, I think Laurel will be part of this at one point as well. They are going to be the low people on the veteran totem pole once all the rookies are out. Really? You think so? Laurel? Laurel over somebody like Johnny. Like, there are three, I believe three, one, two, three, four vet-vet pairs. That's it. So at a certain point, I feel like the pecking order, like they're going to go down those things and they're going to be towards there. But Nelson, okay, so Nelson, my favorite part, believe it or not, 
is Nelson at that same breakfast, just like looking out, like him and Jay were like looking out there as if there was like strippers out there, first of all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Their eyes just didn't move. Like mm-hmm. there might have been some of the ladies doing like naked yoga out there or something like that. And they were just mm-hmm. staring at asses as you would. And he goes, you know what? You know, it, it, you know, if you win, it's kind of bad because you got to pick four teams. And I saw when he won, when they, when TJ was like, and he broke the streak. It's Nelson. He's like, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what I'm Damn it. He doesn't even listen to himself. He obviously no. doesn't listen to other people, but he doesn't even listen to himself. That's impressive. <laughs> I just, it's just great. It's just great. And him hooking up with Olivia, Michelle was like, these two horn dogs are perfect for each other. I love Michelle. I love her. Every time she comes on screen, I like her more. It was so great this week. I tweeted again, not that she liked it, but she did. She liked the tweet. No big deal. Mm, mm. I said her like holding on to Jay and talking about this heights jump that she has to do and not shitting her pants while talking about it was so endearing and so damn cute. She's like, I'm just going to look into his baby blue eyes while I basically shit myself. And this will be great. Okay, I'll see you later. Let's do this. It was great. I love her. She's she's realistic, but she doesn't complain, right? Like, she could have mm. been like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to jump. She's like, I'm scared shitless, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's the way to do it. Good for you. 300 feet up off there. Good for you. You do your thing. I would just like to state for the record, even like the whole Darrell height situation i thought that everybody looked pretty calm even all the people that were like i'm shaking i'm shaking they ran and jumped as if it was like a two foot high jump yeah i the Darrell being the one who had to hang and i think chauncey was the other one who Mm -hmm. didn't want to be there they probably closed their eyes as they got class to that and brought like out onto the thing and then they opened their eyes like all right just look right ahead yeah. I don't have to jump. I just have to hold myself here and let go. I won't know anything about what's going on. But like the letting go part is crazy. Ooh, that is tough to actually be able to time it. Yeah. Well, it's not even the timing. It. It's like you're trusting this one cord that is holding you. <laughs> and then on top of that one cord holding you, now your partner is running and jumping and holding you as well. So more weight is going on this singular cord. Obviously, they have one. But you know what I mean? I don't know, because I don't love heights. I don't mm. love it. I would probably swallow my pride and, and deal with it. I think I would prefer to run and jump, though. Um, Because I'm like being caught versus letting go just freely in the air. I don't know. What do you think? Do you Are you, are you scared of heights? I don't think so. But me, hang, there's a difference between me being like on a roller coaster and then mm-hmm. like me like having to jump off. Absolutely. The side of a building, looking out and seeing how far and not like knowing that I'm hooked in, but actually like, like, all right, one, two, three. And then you don't move. And it's like, okay, three, three, mm-hmm. three, three, three. Mm-hmm. And actually running for it. Very different situation, I think. That coupled with the fact, I think it was Jarrell or Chauncey or one of them was like, they got a net down there. There's like, yeah. there's like nothing else down there just in case. Uh huh. Oh, Michelle, Michelle, again, another endearing thing. Uh, if we fall to our death, at least we're falling to our death together. That's the, you couldn't be more ride or die. Giving That's the cute. lines that they know is going to make it in the edit. Big move from Michelle there. 
I love it. How, how'd you feel about the daily? Let's talk about the daily. I'm okay with it. I thought it was very complex. I didn't think anybody was going to get it. Mm-hmm. I think when they tested these, obviously, they don't tell people how they test them. I think what they thought people were going to do was like use it as a trapeze and swing closer and further away like Kim and Colleen were going to try to do. Mm-hmm. And then you jump when they are close to you. Mm-hmm. And then you allow the momentum of the pendulum to swing you back. You know, physics and shit. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. But these people well, are also, just kind of like letting go and they get pulled back a little bit. That was not going to be nearly enough momentum to carry you there. You're going from, listen, guys, Newton, an object in motion <laughs> stays in motion. I mean, everybody knows that. <laughs> well, it also, um, uh, Scubanelli's uh, partner, I forget her name. I know she made out with Cardi B. Nerese. Nerese. She at at a certain point was like after watching a couple of these, I've realized that like the girl should hang and the guy should jump. And I'm I, the whole time I was thinking that too, and I was like, it just I don't I don't know something doesn't connect with me when things like that happen. Like mm. these people are smart. Like Johnny Bananas and Nani, this is not their first rodeo. Like yeah. don't you think that like there would be something in their head to be like after you watch the first one like having some sort of hot take thought process there they don't want to win hot take they don't want to win mm-hmm. they knew better mm-hmm. they knew how to win that they knew how to give themselves a chance but if they went like i think they were in the like the third round and they saw nobody had gotten it at that point they're like why would we try to get this at this point we'd have to put people in the four people it is like i mean it's it's a lot harder than just two it is a lot, and there is no penalty for not winning mm-hmm. this season. So mm-hmm. why would you want to do it? Mm-hmm. The only time that I think you need it is when, if you were Tommy and Annalise this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the only time you want to win it, and you hope that by throwing other people in, they create some sort of drama, and then you can like run away and just point at them each week. Yeah, I mean, I... The whole Annalise and Tommy thing, like, I get it. I get why they were an easy pick. It was a very easy thing for them to do, to throw them in, be like, you're a liar. Why the fuck does Nelly give a shit? He doesn't. He doesn't care at all. He doesn't. And and honestly, I really like Olivia and Horacio. I'll say I do it. too. I'm I I I need them to be confirmed for next season already at this point. I, I like what they're bringing. Um I like everything about what they're bringing, not only in the game, but like in the house and like the things that they're doing and like Horacio and Laurel and all this type oh of stuff. Oh my God, Steven, can they fuck please? Uh, just, uh, just all of that stuff, right? And so Olivia and Horacio basically, correct me if I'm wrong, did the same thing that Tommy and Annalise got in trouble for, right? Yes. They went to the two other people that were going to be in the draw and basically didn't handshake deal, but Mm -hmm. made deals with both of these other people. Right. I agree. I fully agree with you. What? Again, I really like them. But if we're going to throw poor Tommy and Annalise to the wolves like that, um. What's going on? I thought Kim and Colleen were going to say something more, and maybe that happens next week. But I thought they were going to be like, "Oh, I thought, I thought we had some sort of deal." Clearly, you you saved the non non us. What what the fuck? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I agree with you. It didn't make any sense. I 
would like to state for the record, Kim and Colleen also rapidly moving up my my favorite list. Thank you very much. I'm glad you, I'm I'm so glad you said that. Every time they get screen time, they are crushing it. Dude, Kim's facial expressions amazing. The fact that he even like he was beating Tommy so badly that he was helping him like Unbelievable. incredible. Like they they're so supportive of each other. The height difference is just immaculate. Like it's just great to see it. It's comedy gold. They again, they look like they were they were dumped out of that fucking dragon house game of thrones situation. Him um, going, I didn't see anything when she was hooking up with Fessy's like I'm just gonna yeah, uh-huh. I'm just gonna pull the covers over and nothing. And then later, later he says to Mr. TJ, he's like, he's like, it's like visiting your grandma on Sunday. You mm-hmm. don't want to do it, but you have to. I was like, and TJ's dying. I was like, this is why these people have got cast on this show. Absolutely. And now we're starting to see it. And also, I love it. Kim is a fucking monster it's unbelievable he's, he's a large channel and he's really good like honestly he could have just held that rope with one hand and he would have been fine so i think the advantage in this was because he was so tall just again physics and shit no big deal everybody mm-hmm. the pulley for this thing was so high that poor tommy didn't have a chance because he had to like pull so high to get that going and he was so short he was like trying to pull almost over his head yeah it was never gonna work he was big enough to where it didn't really matter like Mm -hmm. he was just gonna pull straight across and once he got it up you're just holding on it's just Mm -hmm. if your partner's heavier it would be tougher i i agree with you on that one i uh i i mean i we'll go back to colleen and kid because i i I don't have the heart to Start discussing that elimination. Yeah, um, we'll we'll get there at the end when we're ready to go uh, cry and 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 take yeah. a cold shower. But like again, th- I do think that they are strategic. I think that they aren't doing a great job, um, like being social and and being a part of teams in that way. Um, but I do think that they're being slept on physically. Colleen's like been great as a female competitor like she's not faltered in any way i feel like she's been uh, a great with with kim did she misstep and and not really time her jump Mm -hmm. yes but i also feel like it's kind of hard when that person is like seven foot tall yeah and they're dropping like and you're this little like four foot tall you know thing that's supposed to run at full speed and knock into them like that was never gonna work what I did like about it was that they tried something different than other people were not going to do. Yeah, absolutely. They took a gamble. Yeah. And just for the record, uh, Kim was the lead of the show that he was on. What show was he on? He was on a show called Prince Charming, the third season of Prince Charming. He was Prince Charming. I could see that. He was the Prince Charming on that show. And did he leave with somebody? He did. They are not still together. Damn. Yeah. I want somebody to fuck him. <laughs> Who do we want to fuck him? Well, I, I'm fairly sure that this was uh, a gay dating show. Oh. Which adds another wrinkle into into all of this. But yes. Oh. Yeah. And Jax is apparently spoken for. Okay. And the reason I know that is because 
when our good friend Laurel, I keep saying good friend because maybe that's going to convince her to finally come on the podcast. She's she's <laughs> politely declined a few times, but at least she responds. She does respond. And good for that. Love that. Our good friend Laurel, who was uh, trying to look anywhere but at Horacio's <laughs> gorgeous chest when he was taking off his shirt. Mm-hmm. There was happened to be like a little cabbage Hulk Hogan cabbage patch doll on one of the beds. I don't know if you caught that. I did. What was that? That is Jax's fiance in pillow form. On her bed? On Jax's bed. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I That's like it too. I, I like, like it too. That. <laughs> I like that. Can we talk about how funny it would be if Tommy and Kim got together? Oh, <laughs> that would have been iconic. Amazing. Maybe that's the why he was so helpful. The shortest dude and the tallest guy. Yeah, maybe that was why he was helping him. Yeah, maybe there was a secret hookup that we just never found out about. <laughs> uh, it was really good. It was really good. They are. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad uh, somebody else is seeing that when when we get them screen time that they have been crushing it. What what did she she said something like during the daily as well? I'm gonna run at you or something. And he's like, No, I want you to run at me like elephant. And yeah, I was like, uh-huh. this guy. This guy. Lastly, I would just like to state Colleen in her ITMs. Yeah. <laughs> that like leather <laughs> zipper top situation that she had going. Wowee. 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 Also, uh, shout out uh, Lower Third Editor, who clearly listens to the podcast for allowing us to see some cleavage this week. I really appreciate Finally, that. Finally, yeah. Thank you so much for allowing the cleave to to like breathe on the show. Free the nip, free the cleave, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and there was a lot of people bringing the cleave this week. A lot of people, other than our girl, Olivia. There was lots of cleave this week. I mean, that top. I, I could have an hour-long conversation Jesus about that pink Christ. top. It didn't even look real. Like no. even the picture you took didn't look real. It looked paint. It looked like uh, Mystique from X Men, where it's like it, just sprayed onto her body. Yeah. Well, it also looked like. Um, I'm sure that you are well versed in like drag culture. Yeah. Uh, sh- sure. But they have like these fake boobs that like you you kind of like strap on as if it's like a vest. Okay. But it closes in the back. Okay. And it's like plastic, right? Ah. Like the whole thing is plastic and it goes all the way up to your neck. Okay. And then you like blend it in to, so it's hard to see. Got it. Like it looked, I, I, and no hate, if, if she got boobs, uh, her boobs done, they were done beautifully. I mean, it looked plastic, like silicone, fully plastic. And then like they were perfectly like the zipper was just like right at where her nipple started. Like, there was no room for air. I think that looked like something that was custom made for her. Yeah. She came to the store. They did, like, a 3D model of her, right? (laughs) And they're like, all right, where does the nip show? Right there? Cool. We'll draw the line right there. We'll make sure we keep all the nip out and just free the cleave as much as humanly possible for the television audience to enjoy. And we've been enjoying it. She retweeted us this week. No big deal, everybody. You should be following Right Reality on Twitter. She <laughs> retweeted the photo of that because I said, I'm pretty sure she could get me to vote myself in wearing that to the zone. The zone. The zone. Honestly, 
I agree. I would I would <laughs> I would just throw myself in as well. She'd be like, Who do you want to throw in this week? And I'd be like, Uh, what do you think? And she's like, Well, you know, you could go in. And I was like, I could definitely go in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what what was that? Oh, I vote? I'm voting for myself. That's fine. What what else do you need? Do you need anything? Do you need do you need a glass of water? Can we get some water over here, please? <laughs> Gorgeous human being. Oh man. And she's smart, man. That whole that whole uh plan that she came up with was was it worked. I mean, they were acting like it was a lot safer of a plan than I felt it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys are really comfortable with this idea after literally last week getting fucked over. <laughs> it, it just it, it, it was a little confusing to me. But because of the way they were talking about it again in their ITMs, I knew that they were going to stay safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in another outfit, too. I was like, oh, that's like a week from now. Yep. And um, Annalise and Tommy, during their part in the daily, they showed them in an ITM together, and they were like misty-eyed, talking about how they loved work, like mm. working with each other. I was like, they're gone. This is their exit interview. Mm. And they plopped in a part of it during the daily. I knew they were gone, and then I as and then as soon as Nelson went, I was like, "Oh, it's absolutely, they're gone." <laughs> Captain America, Mister Save the World, is gonna bring justice to something that he doesn't give a fuck about. I just want to know, Olivia, if you're listening to this, can you DM us and let us know what Nelson did, other than saying, you know that car line from week well, one. Well, I think it was the pants. It had to be the pants, right? Yeah, when when two people share pants, which, by the way, uh-huh. can we talk about, we never discussed, somebody, one of the hotties sent us an Instagram DM of a drawing. Let me let me get that immediately, because this person definitely needs <laughs> needs some love Somebody drew a picture of, of Nelson and Norris sharing a pair of pants, and I was in tears. It was so beautiful. Thank you so much for for sending that over. It was so well done and like well crafted that I was like It was I was I was seriously crying. I was seriously crying. I was like, "Okay, now I understand how two people can share a pair of pants." It it's something that once you see the diagram for, you mm-hmm. go, "Oh." And that's on MTV for not oh. giving us a diagram originally. Yeah, how did you how did you not give us a, a, a diagram, my Well, guy? they were too busy dropping a pin on Nani when we were, all knew that that was fucking Nani in the water. They were too busy. That was their graphic designer was focused on that part of the episode and not photoshopping Nelson and Narice into a pair of pants together. Unacceptable. So that was Julie, our girl Julie who's been with the program for a long time sent that shouts out julie shouts thank you out. so much Hilarious. air horns for julie air horns for julie hell yeah air horns for julie for that two people one pants <laughs> i should have been that for halloween i fucked up you did did you do anything for halloween no did you i already know the answer is no i, so, no. I kind of like moved across the country that week so i i kind of slept on it <laughs> it's totally acceptable <laughs> totally acceptable Let's uh let's move around now that we've talked about a lot of the main points. There's still a couple points we have to get here to. Yes. I would just like to lay out a hot take that I think some people are, might have an issue with. Okay. Hot take. I don't care about Veronica and Jarrell being on this show. They're not going to do well. Hot take. Ooh, I agree with you, but I'm not allowed to say that because I don't have five to seven seasons. So I'm just going to not say anything, even though I agree. 
listen, guys, when Darrell came back a few years ago, I was excited about it. Darrell brings nothing to this show. I'm very sorry. He doesn't really bring anything to this show anymore, other than days where there's a heights challenge, like today. <laughs> other than that, we won't hear from Darrell for a while until he goes into elimination. And I know they're trying to push this narrative that Jarrell and Veronica are ride or dies. They're they're really not. They're good acquaintances. I don't think they're ride or dies the same way other people are. But we're playing that term kind of fast and loose on this season anyway. Yeah. So I get it. I don't think they were supposed to be here this season. I think they had to like go pull some people last minute when they had a little COVID shutdown. And they're like, this cast is just not going to do it for us. That I could see that being the case. It's just not going to do it for us. And let's see what we can do. Let's bring in Veronica and Jarrell. Because, again, I, I'll i watch them on All-Stars. I don't think they belong in the big show. I, I, under, I agree with you on that. But, again, I really can't say that. So don't hate me, everybody, because I don't have five to seven seasons. But I just feel like, you know, the big show is for people in their prime. I agree with you. And All Stars is for people that have been on the show and that are great on the show, but may not be the cream of the crop. And I feel this way about some other people that are on the show as well. Yeah. I just feel like I'm not going to get into it because I don't want people to hate me. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I, I really feel like... I know what you're thinking, and I agree with you. Yeah, it's just like, okay, Olivia, Colleen, Kim, Horatio, these people are, are it's their first time on the show, Michelle, her second season, like, these people, let's be honest, are carrying this right now. Mm-hmm. The vets are there, and they're adding some spice here and there. We got the Jor- Jordan and Tori situation, which is great. Like, we, we have some some bits and pieces of fun, but, like... I really feel like, you know, as long as the casting is done well, these rookies are fun. The casting for for the Challenge USA was not done well. So I can understand where people were like, we want to see people we know. We want to see people that have been on this show before. We want to see people that have proven themselves before. And I get all of that. But you also like, if we keep bringing these people back and back and back and back again, it's going to get stale. and And some of these people are getting a little stale. A thousand percent. I know some people think that about Johnny. Some people think about that with Jordan. Some people think about that with um, Anissa. Some people think that about Tori. Yes, that happens. This has happened since the beginning of the show, but you don't have a farm system anymore. As a matter of fact, I feel, again, another hot take. Okay. That the farm system now is better than what it was before. And I only say that because... In previous years, old school challenge, they were only picking from real world or road rules. Mm -hmm. They were like confined to that. Mm -hmm. Now, not only did they open it up to like other CBS shows or US shows or like UK shows, they've gone out and gotten a turbo. They've gone out and gotten a nom. They've gone out and got Emmy and Emmanuel last year from from Turkey or wherever they were from. Gabo? How are we going to sit here and not talk about Gabo? So by doing this, you're bringing in kind of very different personalities that can do mm-hmm. things. You were able to bring in people from Love Island. You're able to bring in people from other shows that you would not think are shows that you could find challengers from, right? 
And so because of that, you're able to get different walks of life and different, more interesting people that maybe are personalities, but didn't get put on those shows that don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, MTV Boy. was just pulling people from Are You the One, and not they, they didn't do a great deal. We got Tori and, and uh, Devin out of that. But you got to open it up. If we're going to do this all the time, we can't just have the same 15 people that we're going from. It's going to get bored. They're going to figure out the format. It's going to get mm-hmm. stale. And when, when people do take breaks, like I was excited to see Johnny come back. That's fun. But it was only fun because he wasn't around for a little while. Yeah. You know? When mm-hmm. CT comes back, if CT comes back, when West came back to All Stars, fun, yep. fun moments. So I agree with you. Yeah, that's my hot take, Veronica. Let's Drill. see how mad everyone is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people that agree with that, but you probably shouldn't say that about Darrell because he is an all timer. But I feel like the longer he's on the show, the worse he's making his legacy be. I mean, yeah, there is a point where you peak and then you start going down the other way. That's just how life is. In anything, that's how life is. You gotta, you gotta know when you've hit your peak and, and you can walk away. <coughs> Tom Brady, sorry. Oh, you mean <coughs> something in my throat there? Sorry. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got it out. Um, here's something that I also enjoy about the show from time to time is. We were just talking about knowing these people for a very long time. You feel like you know everything about them. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says something that completely changes your thought process, <laughs> process about them. And maybe you'll never not be able to not think that about them. And we learned that this week from this audio from Jarrell. I say it with Tori. Tori be Tori. How many people know that about me? <laughs> Mixie, were you aware that Tori was... And still is allegedly a notorious farter. I was not aware. And to be honest with you, this information was shocking to begin with. But then it became even more shocking when her ex-fiance decided to get in bed with her. When she's apparently a notorious farter, they broke up horribly. They didn't speak for a year and a half. And now they're in a bed together. I was not prepared to go there, but you're right. That's a big time double whammy. I just learned that she farts in bed and like in the room with strangers. And then Jordan, again, you're right. Who broke up with her. She's just inviting him into her bed. And like, let's be honest. Okay. She tried to like make us think that it was okay. She tried real hard, Mixie. She had Mm -hmm. like a good speech that I'm sure... She wrote down the next morning. I'm like, oh, they're gonna make me answer that question. Let me, let me start, uh, let yeah. me start uh, crafting something, uh, a little monologue for me to say to like mm-hmm. trick everybody at home into believing it. Um, Not everybody, everybody at, at all. Everybody at home, raise your hand if you believe that for a second. That it's just more comfortable. It's more comfortable, bitch. How is it more comfortable? You just told us you didn't talk for a year and a fucking half. Unbelievable. It's more comfortable. Two people in a twin bed is more comfortable. You get fucked for that. That's some bullshit. How any of these people are trying to hook up in these beds is insane to me. Go to the couch. Go to the couch. There's more room on the couch. There is. Twin beds. Go outside. Unbelievable. Anissa's like five feet from them, smelling the farts. Now she's got to deal with Jordan in the bed. Her best friend and her quote unquote ride or die. In Jordan getting in bed with Tori 
it was glossed over, and I really that that upset me. Completely glossed over. No, there was nobody on camera the next day being like, "So, uh, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck was that about? Are you kidding me? We're just gonna we're gonna move on from that." As if him coming into the house was not the biggest deal on the show in the past 10 years. And she drunkenly talked to him. And we're just supposed to believe that, oh, everything's good now. She's just, he's just going to get in the bed. What are you talking about? This is crazy. This needs more attention. That should have been the entire fucking episode. It should have been. That was a huge drop off. And they just placed it in the middle of everybody else hooking up. Like it was just, mm-hmm. they were just going to like news drop it at Friday at five o'clock and pretend like we didn't fucking see it. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey Who's guys. That? Hey guys. We, we know you're uh, thinking about Laurel and Horacio hooking up, but they're not hooking up yet because he's very shy because we set that up a few weeks ago while Laurel is basically being like, fuck me right here now. <laughs> okay. And then you have Fessy getting in bed with with our lovely Colleen and poor Kim's got to hide and then they drop Jordan and Tori with your favorite little like bullet points on them to uh-huh. show the call outs uh-huh. to show that that's them and then they're like oh yeah by the way uh, Nelson and Olivia are banging too let's show that for a while I'm yeah. like no 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 go back go back rewind <laughs> show me more of that one I want to I want to touch on something real quick the Colleen and Fessy thing is amazing. And the shot of Kim hearing the knock on the door, <laughs> getting up, opening the door to Colleen fully ragdolled over Fessy's shoulder. Walking in, we get a camera high angle of them walking in, Colleen face down, ass up over Fessy's shoulder. We have this week's Ass of the Week. I did not see that coming. I thought I've been honing oh. my game, especially the week you were away. I said I wasn't ready to make the ass of the week prediction because I, I wasn't oh, ready Oh, is this yet. when I was called a tease? You know. Oh, okay. We'll gloss over it. Keep, keep going. Yeah, keep we'll going. Gl- yeah, hey, yeah, listen, yeah, if we've learned yeah, anything yeah, from the yeah, challenge yeah. this week, we just gloss over things. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be one of the people during the daily this week because they had the harness on and like the cheeks were pushed out because of the harness. But here I am just just getting it wrong yet again. Listen, I know the shot you're discussing and I'm not going to act like I didn't have a back and forth in my head about it. Mm-hmm. But it was the limpness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to let you in. I'm okay. going to let you in right now. Okay. The limp body. Mm. Of Colleen, okay, just allowing it her body to strictly just be ass in the air, and everything mm. else was just just hanging. Got it. I, I I had to appreciate it. She knew what she was doing. She knew where Fessy's head was. She knew where his eyes were. I mean, she she was she was doing what she needed to do to accomplish what she clearly wanted to accomplish that night. And she got there. She got there. And you know what? Congratulations to Fessy, even though I don't want to give him any congratulations in this. <laughs> I mean, he's hooked up with Tori and now with her. And I'm just like, I just feel like he's got no personality on the show. It's just one note the entire time. Like, there's got to be something. He's proper fit, mate. I understand that. He's proper fit. And, like, if that's all it is, that's all it is. But I feel like everybody in there is, like, proper fit. For the most part, right? 
uh, uh, listen, he's not my type and I, you would never see me go there, but yeah. it's like the quiet mystery hot guy mm. that is super easy to just like hook up with and then move on with your life. And like, he's not going to contact you. You're not going to contact him. There's no issues there. It's not like Johnny Appleseed and Bethan from um, All Star Shore yeah. where, you know, she's going to latch on and then he has to act like he cares when he clearly didn't and all of that jazz. Bessie's not going to do that, right? Bessie's not going to try to try to cause a problem. He knows what he's there for. He's a hunk of meat and <laughs> he's, he's down to be devoured. He was outside during the Kumbaya fucking campfire situation, which I don't know why that was on television. What are we thankful for? Excuse me. Are Jordan and Tori fucking or are we just going to all sit around and talk about what we're thankful for? Yeah. Somebody go in there and fucking figure it out. Okay. Somebody go in there and be like, yo, what the fuck you two? What's going on? Come out here and discuss this around the campfire. Kumbaya style. I don't need what we're thankful for. I also think Fessy was drinking right out of the wine bottle. I asked him on Twitter. (laughs) He didn't respond. He doesn't want to be called out. He can't handle it. Well, I did see the picture you posted. The glass had a whole different liquid in it than the wine. And his glass was like a dark drink. I think they were just passing around the bottle and they were just like taking pulls from the bottle. Maybe they were. Maybe they were. I think he was double fisting for sure. They're like, hey, guys, you have a, a, a here's a bottle of wine for the group. And they're like, all right, we'll just pull it around. Everybody takes rips right out of the bottle. He was double fisting before he was double fisting Colleen. He was passing. <laughs> Wow. I just just the, the assassin the mixie is just getting that in there. <laughs> getting that in there. Which which hookup are you more interested in in seeing things further from or not? We're not gonna put in Jory and uh, Jordan and Tori into this because mm-hmm. it's not a fair race. Mm-hmm. Are you more interested in Nelson and Olivia? Are you mm-hmm. more interested in Fessy and Colleen, or are you mm-hmm. more interested in the potential? Laurel and Laurel Horatio, and hands down, not a, not even a question. What's the age difference there? Because she's straight up cougaring this situation, and I fucking love it. You look up Laurel. I'll look up Horatio. Okay, I- I'm going to say this about Laurel. This guy has already said he's shy. I think he's fully aware of who Laurel is. If Laurel was hitting on me, you could ask me my name, and I would have said my name is Robert. I would have no fucking idea what what was going on in my head if laurel was like giving me any sort of inkling that she was interested in me i just i'd completely freeze okay i have i have an age do you have your age i have an age yes okay horatio is 26 laurel is 37 fucking right laurel go for it i love it good for her great job congratulations she hasn't even even closed it and i'm just happy for her god bless laurel god she, Mm. she got like her her like vet letters this week to be a veterinarian. She posted about that. Oh, I saw that. She's winning. And look, she's almost closing in on that. What a what a great redemption and like rebound, <laughs> like coming back to the show story Laurel's got going on right now. A winner. God, I would I'd absolutely freeze if she if she was like, Hey, what's going on? I'd be like <laughs> Birthday cake. She's beautiful. I, I want to just jump to something really quick yeah. before we get into elimination, unless you had anything else that you wanted to hit on. Not really. I know we, we kind of spoke a little bit about Nelson winning and how big of a thing that is. Oh, I didn't like, want to talk about that anymore. I know you didn't, but I think we, we got like, 
it is like a big moment for the show. There was, there may or may not have been a TikTok that I posted last night. And as of last check, uh, Mixie, do you want to guess how many views this TikTok has? Uh, 5,000. Uh, close. Oh. 11,000. Look at us. Let's go, Steven. I'm, I'm, I don't even have TikTok and uh, you're carrying that one as well. See, you're just carrying the team. I'm just over here slacking. Not showing up to recordings last week, you know, <laughs> being a tease, apparently making up rules. Apparently, I don't know. No, that's not a new take. That's that's bullshit either way. And everybody knows it. I want to discuss something before we get into the elimination. OK, can we talk about what the hell Jordan was wearing? Uh, great point that Mom LaFranc has also brought up. Also, Mom LaFranc, thanks, everybody, for the kind words she, that you guys shared in the hotties this week. I didn't say anything kind. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Mama Frank. She's the best. <laughs> I loved it. I, I, she can roast me all day long. I'll take it. She will. And that's very out of character if you know her in person. <laughs> very out of character. But she, she, she's playing a good role for, for the cameras here. She did it. I don't know what he was wearing. Can you? Is he trying to like Harry Styles us in a way? I don't. It was like it was. That's like what grandmothers wear i believe she he had like a huge like silk psychedelic scarf mm-hmm. that he had tied around his head and then he put a cowboy hat on i i paused and i stared for a good amount of time trying to understand what was happening i mean again i've only seen jordan for one season is he the type of person to like dress obnoxiously or do obnoxious things to ensure camera time because that's the only thought that i have is that he dressed wild because he knew that he wasn't really going to be in the episode and he wanted to be like a standout like people on twitter being like what the fuck is jordan doing i don't think it goes that far i know a lot of people are screaming of course jordan's an attention hog blah 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 blue i don't think jordan needs to do the dress up game for camera time he can do other things for camera time like get Mm -hmm. in bed with tori and then we just gloss over it like nothing ever happened and they weren't engaged and then broke up and then didn't talk to each other for a year and a half. And then you brought him in immediately. It's comfort, the show. Steven. Nothing's better than shoving another person into a twin bed. And then farting under the covers all night long, apparently. <laughs> I don't think he would have done that for that. But I think this is like a newer Jordan. He's like very kind of fashiony now. That's not fashion. He did this on All Stars 2, so this is not like it's not like a brand new thing. He did the headscarf with the cowboy hat? No, but he wore he had like some interesting fits on that program. There's a difference between interesting fits and a headscarf cowboy hat combo. <laughs> for the record, in my opinion. Hot take, I guess. Uh, I feel like he's big with the with the cowboy hat now. Like that's one of his things. I think that's a look. Like that that's a look. And like him in his ITM with that like jean button down and the cowboy hat. I think that's a great look for yeah. him. Yeah. Why are we adding a psychedelic silk scarf? Uh, that one threw me. Speaking of scarves, Mister mm. TJ. Mister TJ. Hello. In a scarf for Hello. no reason, and I love it. <laughs> okay. Doesn't need to make sense. I'm in. Who's, who's Are we reading Shakespeare? That? I guess. Yeah. Tell me a story from the bard, sir. What was that? Tell, tell me tell me about Hamlet, sir. I, I, I hate to say it, 
I liked his stylus more on Challenge USA than his fits here. The fits this year, not great. Not, not the best. Great. Not terrible, but nothing close to what he was rocking on you. The Challenge USA. I mean, maybe they just splurged on the stylus for him because they knew it was going to be such a shit show. That's uh, definitely what it is. They had that CBS budget, not that MTV budget. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a bigger Mm -hmm. clothing allowance in the budget. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to chat about before we get into, honestly, one of the hardest things I've watched in the last two years? Uh, No. Not not really. The uh, the the northbound train from Hookup City is departing the station, and it's heading <laughs> to a very sad, very hard to watch elimination that uh, made me actually turn away from my screen watching. This. Yeah, I, I I did too. There were points where I like didn't watch it. I kept I kept I could hear it, but I I could I couldn't watch it. I mean, it was. Even Mr. TJ, like you mm. could see him out of focus in the background, like kind of looking off camera, being like, uh, are we just going to let this happen? The fuck? We're not going to stop this. We're just going to. Annalise is like strapped to that board, just like staring at the seal, like at the sky, just like with tears in her eyes because she knows he's not going to be able to do it. And it's just like, oh my gosh. And they wanted to make it even more uncomfortable for the viewing family at home by just constantly have him saying i can't get it up i can't get it up and she's going it's okay just i believe in you try again and he's like i just can't get it up and i was just like just use some other sound other than that you're not yeah. helping him out at all like it sounded yeah. like they're trying to like fuck and he can't get his dick hard like I come know. on <laughs> pick something else for he said enough this oh, was not set up well so for him funny. this was so this it's i don't think they were gonna win but this was just all and again another tweet check out our twitter at the right reality i just thought of the scene in the simpsons where they're like homer's killing the thing outside the burger opening and the kid goes stop stop he's already dead (laughs) and like all of the they didn't even like there had to have been some scenes where he at least looked semi-strong right and had like some sort of athletic ish stance yeah and like everything they were showing him he was like on one foot and like wailing and and, like his arm was waving and then like it was just like awful uh, and then we cut to annalise and she's just like slowly going up a little bit and then slamming back into the the mud and i'm just like this is awful but on the flip side that puzzle was confusing colleen kept saying check and i thought she was good i couldn't figure out what she was what was wrong with it so i paused as i like to do okay there were things that were just very slightly off so one of the swords has like a butt that's like in the middle and like two of those things were off they're like slightly off to where like in the moment if you're just like your adrenaline's running through you and they do this pretty well with some of these puzzles on the show Mm -hmm. that it looks right like when your eyes are just like quickly looking it over because you're kind of panicking it looks good but there was like two of them that she needed to turn in order to get the sword to match up exactly there was like just offset just enough for it not to be correct I mean, I can only hope that she went through that puzzle quickly. I- I'm assuming so, since Mr. TJ was like, she killed the puzzle. Yeah. I'm assuming that it went quickly. Just for Tommy and Annalise's sake, I hope that that didn't last as long as they made it seem like it, it had lasted. How long do you think it lasted? 
I'm hoping like two, three minutes. I hope that was what it was too, because that was that was kind. They kind of made it seem like it was about ten, though. Uh, they did, and like I've never seen somebody trying to help the other person during. Johnny said it. Yeah. Like if Johnny's saying I've never seen that, it's never happened before. Hmm. Never happened before. Kim's Kim's just a like a fucking great egg guy. He's just amazing. He brings great energy. Prince Charming, apparently. Yeah. Great yeah. energy, great quotes, apparently. <laughs> and um, the thing that was set up last week is that they were eliminated. Again, hard to watch. I wouldn't want to watch that again. Uh-uh. Watching like watching Annalise not lose her shit proved a lot to me. They're good friends. You can tell they care about each other. That's definitely what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. He just seemed like a really good time. I was sad to see him go. And like I said, Annalise was fucking gorgeous yeah um stu- stupid hot shout out her she knows how to get to my heart d1 soccer girls dms are open damn yeah i mean I-, I was sad to see them go like you said it was set up we all knew it was happening like i said when i was watching the daily they were like teary-eyed in their itm i was like this is done what were your overall thoughts on the episode well they set the bar so high for one two and three that this was obviously below one two and three mm-hmm. however the hookups, three hookups in this show, basically, four yeah. couples, like, kind of getting close. Definitely two hookups. Not confirmed three. Uh-huh. Two hookups, four couples getting close. Um, Nelson winning a daily, which you, again, don't want to talk about, and I understand that. I don't want to bring pain to your soul on your it's episode. It's not even back. painful. It's just, like, annoying. It's And it's not even annoying that he won. It's the, I'm annoyed because he went out of his way to act like he wasn't winning on purpose and then proved that he wasn't winning because he couldn't win. I also want to make sure I say this because uh, I do want to give credit. Nelson and Nerys. Nelson and Nerys. Before you guys come for us. Um, Honestly, he won because of Nerys. He yeah, won because of her. She had the strategy. Yeah, because Lord knows he doesn't have any brain cells to do that. No, he didn't all of a sudden just like back into this. Even TJ uh-uh. said you had to bring your ride or die in order to get a win. I clearly see who's the brains of the operation here. <laughs> well, TJ, that's not hard to see, my guy. You've known this guy for a while. Captain Obvious. Speaking of TJ, his moment with Tommy at the end. Let's just play that real quick. Well, you know what? When you cry, when you lose, it's because it actually means something to you. So uh, I appreciate that. I'm not upset at that at all. Thanks. And you're a very good sport. Thanks. And it just shows that you really, really care yes. about this game. God love Mr. TJ. Seriously, like he he knew that all of us at home were going to be like, this is tough. And I, I mean, I love that Mr. TJ really picks and chooses his words, especially at eliminations or when people leave or when people quit and all that stuff. I really respect him for that. And I think that because he does that, the contestants feel, you know, it, 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 it carries more weight with them. Like anybody could have been like, you gave it your all, dude. You know, like we respect that. But like he because it was Mr. TJ and the words that he used, he just he's a poet and um, he's a handler and he knows what he's doing. And it, And I it was needed. It really was needed because I was like. I want to get through this episode at this point because I couldn't deal with it anymore. If his lower third next week is not TJ Lavin, poet, I'm going to be upset. (laughs) 
I'm going to be pretty upset. I'm not going to lie to you about that. Uh, yeah, just just really carefully chosen words. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing somebody cry like that and him being able to like make a positive out of it and being like, it's because you care. Yeah. And I thought he did a, a great a great thing there to kind of be like, hey, man, it's like you tried. I'd rather you try than be like, I can't do it. And then you just put the rope down, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. some other people might have done. But he didn't give yeah. up. He kept trying. He played played to the whistle, as they teach you. And he did. And we, we love Tommy for that. We do. Shout out, Tommy. Congratulations. Good try. Annalise, good try. DMs are open. D1 Soccer Girl. You know the deal. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Anyway, uh, that ends this week's uh, recap. Mixie, do we have any hotties we need to get to? I know we've been putting them off for a little while. Oh, my goodness. I'm swimming in hotties. Swimming in hotties. So we're going to do some hotties. Uh, we do have music to do, but we're going to do hotties first, and then we'll get to the music from this show because um, there was some questions that I almost had before this episode of what Mixie was going to pick from this week. <laughs> um, and I think I got it figured out, but I'm not 100% sure. So stick, stay around for that. Don't leave just yet. Okay. Well, first of all, if you are new here, welcome, welcome. If you're not new here, but you don't know what the hotties is, what the fuck are you doing? We have a Facebook group where anybody that listens to the podcast comes in. We talk about what we talk about on the podcast. We talk about the show. We talk about things that Steven and I miss. We talk about asses. It's a fucking blast. You got to join. Link in the description. And bonus, I get to read your name and probably mispronounce it. And that sounds fun, right? So let's get into it. Who would not want that? Who wouldn't want it? I Probably these people I'm about to read off it and fuck <laughs> up. We'll see. Welcome, welcome to Michelle Young. Uh, when asked who the name of the host of The Right Reality is, she said Steve and Mixie with guest appearances from Steven's mom. And you got to love that. That's a real listener. You know what my favorite part about all of this is right now, guys? Mixie, who was that person? Michelle Young. We sure about that? I just deleted it. Am I literally just like making up names at this point? Is it Michaela? It's Michael Young. What? (laughs) Okay, listen, I'm not going to use this excuse anymore after this episode. Guys, I don't even know what time it is. I just moved across the country. All of my furniture broke. I am not okay. I saw an M and I saw an I and I went with it. And honestly, that's probably going to be what's going on for the rest of this. And I apologize. Michael, Michelle, Michaela, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining the hotties. I want to. I'm just going to take a photo for this to you to make sure that this is the same person we're talking. Oh, it about. is. It 100% is. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that might be my favorite one yet. Guys, I don't even. Honestly, that's so embarrassing. I have, I have nothing to say about that. Fuck me. Okay. Anyways. Oh, congratulations, Michael Young. Welcome to the hotties. Thank you for the engagement. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. We'll see. We'll, we'll speed run it. We'll speed run it. Well, I did say before that these people are going to regret joining. That's and, very and I, true. That's very true. How, first about, on the, the how about we do a few more and then we save some more for next week as well? Okay. Well, this next one is a concerning last name. I just don't feel confident at all now. Truly, everything in me was just shot down. I am so close to telling you to cut this, but you know what? I'm going to own it because 
Words are hard and, and being alive is really difficult. And we all know that. So I'm just going to move on. Next up, we have Katie Patnod. I think you have really just shown why you were an amazing podcaster. Because when the chips were down on you, when everything looked like it was... No, now you're just fluffing me up. No. Don't, don't fuck that with me That is a like tough this. name to do. And I really think you got it. Well, Katie, let me know. I need to know. Michael, don't tell me anything. <laughs> Katie, you have to post in the hotties. As soon as you hear this, you have to let us know. Did she get it right? She needs a win. So hopefully it's right. Give her that win that she deserves right now. Katie, Katie, welcome. Thank you for the engagement. Moving right along, we have from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh. Kristen Robinson. This one's easy. I did it again. Wow. Congratulations. Back to back. Can you go? Can you go three in a row? Let's see if I can do it. What's up next? Nope. I don't feel confident. All confidence has been shot. I would like to also state that it's Steven with a V. Excuse me. She put a V in your name. So Samantha did. Samantha Kashiol. Samantha. Minneapolis, Minnesota. <sighs> Samantha, I'm so disappointed in you. You know what? We're going to move past it because she spelled my name right, and that's all that matters. Welcome to the hotties. Samantha, how? You're going to find a way of, 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 of redeeming yourself, Samantha. I know it. And I, I'll be here for you when you do it. Step your game up, okay? Step your game up. Next on the list with a, with a solid pH. We have Olivia Johnson. Thank you, Olivia. Well done. Congratulations for, for winning the game. You are the winner in the clubhouse right now. Good job, Olivia. Thank you for the engagement. Just for the record, because, uh, you know, we've always said this. Beautiful family. <laughs> Shocking. Look at those uh, kiddos. I, I, Shocking. As, as no one is surprised by. I mean, come on. We're going to keep going because I'm feeling it. All right, next up, we have John Bayo. Oh, hi, John. Welcome welcome to the hotties. Do you think I got that one? Bayo? Bayo? No, it's Bayo. Like Scott Bayo. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> Let's quit while we're slightly, ever so slightly ahead. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the hotties, Scott. Thank you very much for joining. We appreciate you. Nice to see you in here. Uh, get a, get, pull up a seat. We're doing just fine in here. Come on in, everybody. We have a hottie from Houston, Texas, who has pinky promise to keep it friendly. Welcome, welcome to Renee Cantu. Welcome, Renee. I think you got that one, too, Mixie. I, I think you found your groove. You, We haven't done hotties in a while. That's what it was. You're right. You're right. That's Well, honestly, reading is hard. <laughs> it, it, reading is hard. Math is hard. Everything is hard. Um, other than like loving two extremely cute doggos in your profile photo, Renee. I Again, mean, come on. Beautiful come on. family. Beautiful family. Beautiful <laughs> doggo family. All right. We have a couple more, but I want to hold them okay. for next week to okay. keep people on their toes. Yeah. So if you would like me to just completely fuck your name to the highest extent, join the hotties. Link in the description. We have a great time in there, too. It's a bonus that you get to hang out with everybody that watches the same show as you and talk about it and. We just, it's a great time in there. It is a great time, especially if your name is close enough to another name. Uh, please submit those. Like Daniel, Danielle's. I want some of those coming up, you know. 
Give me some of those, okay? So join in. Let's see. Honestly, this is the first time it happened. You know what, Steven? This isn't the first time it happened today, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I was driving home, and I looked to my right, and there was a salon, Uh and I almost crashed into the car in front of me because I was convinced that it said anal salon, Mm. but it was amal, A-M-A-L. They knew what they were doing. Thank you. That's They knew what they were doing. Also, not going there. Too close to the name. It's way too close. Where, where are you cutting hair? Is it top or bottom? What are we doing here? Also, that person never got any advice from anybody in marketing. Oh, no. They didn't talk to a single soul about no, that. No, they're like, you know what? When people Google your name, it's probably going to bring them not to the right page. We don't want that. We don't want that. Uh, All right, let's do music real quick, Mixie, and then we'll get out of here. And uh, we will see everybody next week. But music this week. Um, we had a few songs this week. I am going to try to guess what you were going to pick. Because we know you are a big fan of 90s, 2000 R&B. And my first thought was it was going to be DMX, Rough Riders Anthem. And that's, a, and that's a solid thought. And it was my first thought as well. Yeah. But then an absolute banger came along that I listen to honestly probably once every week or two. Oh wow! It's on. It's on a lot of my playlists. Okay. And I picked Big Sean, bounce back. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning by the Okay, that's what I thought it was going to be. You did? Well, when Big Sean came up on the song, like, I heard it, I go, oh, this is, like, what Mixie, this is probably what's on Mixie's um, Spotify playlist, which I did Mm -hmm. hear trying to fix your connection in the car the first day. (laughs) Like, what what wires are going to allow her car to, like... Classic me not figuring out my own car and just being like, Steven! I need help. Please help me with my audio. My phone won't work. I gotta say, not a lot of great music for me this week. That's fair. I really don't love any of these songs. I am going to go with DMX Rough Riders Anthem just because I I mean, that's the best second option. That's the best second option out of all of them. uh, I mean, really close with Ellie King X's and O's. Little Hey Brother for Overplayed. Avicii. Overplayed. Overplayed. Ellie King overplayed. overplayed. That's She's why She's got better it. songs. Agreed. Agreed. Great songs, actually. Yes. Don't and, sleep on Ellie King, but X's and O's is just, it's a great song, but it's been played for the last, what, five years on repeat? I can't do it anymore. I will say the reason I did not get a good song this week is because I had maybe my favorite one of this season last week and we didn't get to talk about it. Will afford bad? Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you. I want that song. I I played that immediately after and I was like, how do I know all these words still? It's been 20 years (laughs) since I've heard this fucking song. How do I know this? How does my brain know this? The good ones stick, Stephen. The good ones stick. Just like this podcast. Whoa! Oh, what a wrap up. Amazing. Holy shit. Also, I think we're going to start a GoFundMe so that Stephen and I can pay $8 a month to get a blue check mark on Twitter. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely link that in the hotties for you guys as well. Yeah. Elon, um, DMs are open. DMs are open. Uh, also, uh, honestly, 
DMs are open. Yeah, AutoZone. Let's go. Get in the zone. The zone. See you next week, guys. Bye.